time to celebrate your mother. Today's episode is celebrating Mother's Day. This is Cooking for My Mother podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin. And I'm your host, Christina. And as mentioned before, today we're we're going to be going over Mama's favorite foods. So, Christina, does your mom have a special type of food that she loves to eat? Yes, I... Uh... I asked her her favorite foods, and she was so funny. She was like, oh, yeah, I like these things. And then she started sending me recipes, and then now I have, like, so many recipes. But generally, like, a general food my mom loves to eat is pasta, which is, I guess, how you get to tell we're Italian. (laughs) She loves pasta. Her favorite type, she told me, was bucatini. It's, like... I think my best, and I have some in front of me because I didn't fully know what she's talking about because we basically never have this pasta, but it's uh, the pasta that looks like spaghetti, but it has a hole in the middle. <gasps> oh and my God. she says that pasta is, uh, apparently when people make pasta, that's the first pasta people make because it takes the most dough of all the types of pasta. <laughs> These are her words. Um, I haven't actually looked up if that is true or not, but um, I'm assuming so. Because um, my grandmother used to make pasta before. I, she doesn't so much anymore now. But the one I have in front of me is actually not called bucatini. It's called, like, regani. But um, I'm assuming there must be something different in, like, the size of the hole in the middle or maybe the length of the pasta. But she re- really loves pasta. We have a lot. We have, like, spaghetti probably once a week, which is fine because it, it is really good. I, I also like pasta. And, um... I think one of her other favorite pasta dishes is tuna and olive pasta, which we normally have at Christmas, and and it's and it's tuna fish, and like canned tuna and and olives and and uh, tomato sauce. I think seasoned with a bit of cumin, and honestly, it is really good. I made it once outside of Christmas, and it was kind of weird because the only time we ever have it normally is at Christmas. Hmm. What about you, Yasmin? What what kind of foods does your mom like? She really likes veggies, which is very interesting. My grandmother also really likes veggies. I think it's just a thing. But she really likes bowls, like salad bowls and stuff like that. So she loves sweet green and mm. she loves like uh there's this place in near in our neighborhood called Veggie Oasis. She loves that place too and it's just like a bunch of like different veggie meals that she can eat and that's some of her favorite stuff so like going back to sweet green she loves like pretty much any bowl that they have she loves all of their options uh, she doesn't eat chicken so a lot of like salmon and like fish options that mm-hmm. they have she likes to put that in her bowls and she'll just not she'll be it's pretty much like salad and kale and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And as someone who also really likes sweet green, that's a nice, very good thing we can bond over. It is quite delicious over mm. there. They have a lot of good options that are They do. It take me it took me good. a while to come around to sweet green. But like really? now that I'm come around to it, it honestly is really good. Yeah. They do a really good job of making really good salads. Yeah. So yeah. And then it's interesting because like my grandmother's also a really big fan of just like vegetables and just eating vegetables 
she claims that she doesn't have any of the same any of the dietary issues my mom has but i think it's because my grandmother is almost a wild human being and so she like doesn't like okay she has diabetes so she's Mm. like but she still eats like things that are sweet even though she's not supposed to so Mm. that's what i mean by a wild human being but Mm -hmm. she uh really likes her vegetables too like but i think she likes them more when they're like cooked and my mother likes them more when they're raw so that's i guess where they differ Mm -hmm. but it is uh it is a classic on my mom's family very big into veggies very big into making your own juices as well so she likes to do that too yeah like like they before like ginger became a big thing they were already putting ginger in their ju- in their juices and it's just like oh so they were before the trend oh my god they were before the trend for such a long period of time when people were like telling me that they were like nah, I don't know if this is good I'm like it's good because those are the flavors that my family uses and they know what they're doing it's just stuff like that that's funny <laughs> yeah I feel like they really like that wholesome fruit and vegetables which is very interesting because i am not the biggest fan of vegetables bigger fan of fruit Mm. i kind of want to eat more vegetables though but in order for me to get a real nice bowl i'd probably go to sweet green and sweet each sweet green bowl is like 20 dollars, which is wild. i know yeah wild yeah they don't really have any sweet greens out where like i live so i I, Mm -hmm. my mom's never been to one but i think she would like it yeah because um I don't know. I, I saw a place that was similar to it when we were visiting Colorado once, and I was like, oh, you know, we should go there. And, like, she went once without me because I had to leave before she did. And she really liked it, and it was a very similar concept to Sweet Green. It was called Flower Child. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any out here in, in um, Massachusetts, but over in Colorado and then in Arizona, when I last visited, we saw one that was close by. So, But it was a very similar, like, bowls and, and much like healthy or like a, you know a more healthy concept mm. yeah my mom also really likes sandwiches I don't know if you if your mom really likes sandwiches but hmm. my mom really likes sandwiches any sandwich in particular that she loves mm, no like I think she just likes putting like lots of different types of leftovers in sandwiches like for example one of her favorite things is like a red bell pepper frittata or like a zucchini omelet mm-hmm. um, and those are like easy dinners but they're also really good and you know they're very easy to take out cheese from and etc and then you know when you make them the next day if there's any extra you know it's very simple to take that portion of the frittata you know heat it up and then put it in between and this may just be me influencing the family but uh <laughs> normally we put this in between like a slice up like ciabatta or like sourdough like a more crusty dough like a baguette like or bread like a baguette or or ciabatta something that has like a a bit more crust ratio to it or like a toasted sourdough or something it doesn't necessarily taste as good if you have it on like a i'm gonna say a store-bought like sliced wheat not those bread those breads have their place but i'm talking about something that really isn't like super super squishy and will hold its uh i don't know i'm gonna say like hold the contents of it if it's a heavy sandwich as as a frittata or omelet would be 
Oh, and, and by omelet, I, I should clarify, it's not like a regular omelet where you like fold. It's, I guess, more and it's closer to a frittata in the sense that you just kind of like leave it in the pan, but the eggs cook fully through. Oh. Yeah, okay. so I, I would probably actually put it closer to a frittata. Maybe it would, I would say zucchini frittata instead of omelet. We call it an omelet, but I, I, from the way it looks, it isn't like eggs folded over each other. There is no runniness. It's like fully cooked through. And yeah. Hmm. And I guess I forgot, you know, looking through my mom's list of recipes that she sent me. We've been recently having risotto, and that is a new favorite of hers, too. I love risotto. Yeah, it's really good. And I didn't realize, I guess, because I feel like most restaurants make it with cream. Yeah. But actual why. risotto doesn't have cream in it. All you really need to do, I mean, it's a time-consuming process that my dad makes for me and my mom um, because his mom used to make risotto, so he likes making it. Um, he's recently started making it for us, and, and it's honestly really good. But basically, you just take, there's a special type of rice. I love risotto. Usually, I can't eat it because of the cream, so this is very good for me. Yeah, so it's aborio rice. And, it, oh. and most of the time, like... What what he does it's it's, it's a borio a borio rice and um you just slowly put in like chicken stock and you like you have like all I think it's like all your rice and then you slowly add in the chicken stock and you just continue to slowly add the chicken stock into it and that's what makes the risotto you know you you season it and stuff like that with salt and and pepper etc but you don't need the cheese and and the butter like it's not a requirement you know it can literally just be the the rice the uh arborio rice and the chicken stock i mean obviously you want to add in things like well you don't have to but we add in i mean it's not traditional but nana used to which is my what i called my dad's mom my grandma on that side but um she used to make it with red sauce and meatballs and so you don't need cheese for that. It tastes really good. But we've also done it with like mushrooms, with uh, asparagus. We add sun-dried tomatoes a lot. Mm-hmm. We did one with shrimp and spinach one time. I recently saw one where you could do it with butternut squash and, and like mushrooms. So there's a lot of variations that really you don't need to add too much cheese to. Like, okay. you could add a little on top, like, Parmesan if you wanted to. But um, mm-hmm. for my mom, we don't add that to hers. And it, I don't, it's really good. Yeah, so it's kind of a new revelation that we've had. Yeah. And uh, the other one is, um, like, having a cashew cream sauce. Like, remember when we were, uh... like, we hate all... Well, not hate. Hate's a strong word. <laughs> but don't like Alfredo. It just doesn't agree with us. Yeah. Well, we made recently, we've been making like cashew cream sauce. Yeah. Um, and it makes a really good Alfredo. Like, well, one, I haven't had Alfredo in like probably 12 years. So I would not probably be the best person to tell you what an Alfredo tastes like. But it yeah. tasted pretty creamy. Like, it actually wasn't bad. Like, like oh, I mean, I couldn't taste the difference. It, it tasted really creamy. But again, I haven't had Alfredo in a really long time because. Uh, Did it have any cashew-y taste to it? Honestly, I couldn't taste any cashew-y taste. Oh. But um, 
I really don't have Alfredo that often, so I don't know <laughs> what the actual real things taste like, really, because of a bad experience. I normally avoid ordering any Alfredo. Okay, interesting. You Yeah. know, I also don't order Alfredo because of a past experience that I'm not entirely sure I told you about. But to save the ears of the listeners, I will not be explaining what happened. Uh, the uh, It's interesting that you have, it seems like, uh, nice little family recipes that your family enjoys. My brother, so before I asked my mom what her favorite food was, I asked my brother what her favorite food was, or what he thinks her favorite food was, and he said, I don't know, goat. Which is interesting, because she did say before that, like, Goat is one of the things that she would be willing to eat, mm. and so it's very, and it's also interesting because every time we have a gathering or a holiday, my grandmother makes her like signature curry goat. Um, my family is from the Caribbean, so that is just something that we do. And it, at some point, it used to be mm -hmm. I only had curry goat at around that time, or I only realized I was having curry goat at around that time. Now I have curry goat like maybe once every two weeks because my father makes it at home. Oh, but the curry yeah. goat, she like marinates the curry goat in a bunch of seasonings. I can't tell you, it's a family secret. Uh. But <laughs> she marinates the goat overnight and then. She spends, like, an absurd amount of time, like, simmering in and cooking it down in a pot. Metal pot. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it, she only uses this pot. In fact, when she travels down to Ch from Chicago, she brings the pot with her. Really? She only oh cooks, my yes, god. <laughs> she only cooks curry goat in this pot. And it's amazing. It's very good goat. It's so good. And then she, she only cooks it in this pot one time she cooked it here and because people didn't want curry goat in their kitchen so she came to our kitchen to make curry goat and the reasoning is is like if you're messy or careless with your curry goat it will stay in the counter for forever it's very hard to come out but oh, no the reason why I was upset that day was because how dare you send the curry over to my house and then request curry goat later. That is not how this works. Mm. Anyways, we ended up taking most... I think we ended up taking a fair amount of that curry goat. But it was pretty great. Um, so she that day she showed me how she makes it. So I have the recipe somewhere. Uh, she doesn't measure anything. So there are no measurements on the recipe card. Yeah, my grandmother is the exact same way. No measurements. <laughs> So, I have no idea how to, how that's going to pass down, if I'm going to remember anything, who knows, that sounds like an issue for future Yasmin, but also the curry goat, like, gravy is really nice, like, in, it's not, a uh, liquidy, it's, like, thick, and that's just really nice, have, you have it over some rice and peas, which is not mm. rice and green little peas, it's rice and, like, dark red kidney beans, uh, oh, my aunt okay. makes yeah. that very well, and um, that's just what they call it in Jamaica. And so you put that and uh, I don't remember what the leaf is called. It's like the stemmy thing that you put in the in most rices, rice dishes. Oh, I'm okay. offended. I can't remember what it's called. We're just going to call it a stemmy thing for now. And people <laughs> can uh, try to help me remember later if we... If they would like to. Anyways, you put it in the rice, the right rice and 
when the rice is cooking and and the rice and the kidney beans while they're cooking and you just get that really nice room of flavor and then you put the goat gravy on top and you eat some goat and mm, chef's kiss best meal ever also yeah Sorry, I was going to start talking about mac and cheese because that same aunt makes a hella good mac and cheese. Mm. In fact, my brother, like, will eat mac and cheese and my brother will be like, this jack and cheese is okay, but this is not, like, auntie's mac and cheese. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. my family doesn't really make mac and cheese, but I have a similar, like, we only really have, like, lamb on Easter. Okay. Yeah, ironic baby animals that are eaten on Easter, but um, (laughs) that's like basically the only time we have it in my family. Sometimes we have rabbit too, for I don't know a similar reason, I guess. Apparently in Italy, that that's what was available around Easter time, so so that's what they ate to like celebrate. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's like the only time we have that type of meat though. Like we don't really have it at like any other gathering or anything. It's really just at that particular gathering that sounds delicious yeah it's it's good it's it is it's good it's it's a kind of i don't know it's always interesting when you're like constantly eating basically chicken or or you know beef and mm-hmm. then you go and you eat like lamb it's just yeah. like such a different flavor interesting. or a goat you know it's just different all right christina is there anything that you your mother dislikes yeah that that's a much tougher question. I don't think she necessarily dislikes a lot of things. She just dislikes getting sick. <laughs> so, oh, that's fair. Which is why we now avoid a lot of um, things with cheese in it and etc. Just because um, she can't really eat them anymore. I don't really have like a... Because when I asked her like her favorites, she, she wasn't mentioning to me like, oh, like I don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I really think it's more of, like, she really likes food. I, I think there's nothing, like, truly that she would, wouldn't try as long as it fit her dietary restrictions. But the dietary restrictions can be kind of tough. Mm, How about yeah, your mom? I understand that. There are a handful of things she doesn't like, but there's, like, she is a particular person. Particular about, in fact, a lot of people, okay, are in our household, there are several people who are very particular about certain things. Uh, not to say that they're picky. I think that, uh, like, they can be picky with certain foods. Like, my father doesn't like onions. It's almost like he's allergic to it. So, but, like, certain things, other foods, are just have, like, a particular preference for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time I got my mother, we were ordering dinner, and I got her this food dish. Oh, no. Uh, this and sound good. Uh, well, <laughs> and the issue with it was that I put black, I told them to put black beans in it, but she would eat the, she would like avoid the black beans because it was like, she was like, they just didn't wash them. It's like they took a can of black beans and just stuck them in the plate. So she really didn't like that. Mm. And it's interesting because a lot of the things I dislike, she really likes, for example, I hate olives and she loves olives, any type of vinegary Oh, food, yeah, yeah. pickles, hate pickles. She loves pickles. <laughs> she will eat a pickle. Can't even stand those. Uh, grapefruit, can't eat that. She loves coffee. 
black coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. The other day I had a conversation with a coworker about how Dunkin' Donuts is terrible, but my mom loves Dunkin' Donuts. She thinks it's better than Starbucks. That's where really? she lies in the debate. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, that's where she I lies in like the debate. I feel like most people that's... say the opposite, but... Yes, most people do say the opposite. Starbucks is expensive, so people get Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's just like little things like that that I realize uh, are kind of our differences. But yeah, she, what else does she love? She, well, she loves a lot of things. Some of the, some of these things are probably not food related or not food related. Not probably not. Uh, Like she loves a massage. She just loves to be pampered, you know? Oh my (laughs) God. She loves chocolate. In fact, she loves dark chocolate. Loves, 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 loves dark Mm. chocolate. Oh my God! The purer, the wow. the better. I, I don't understand, but you know she loves it, and that's that's what you do. You know you you eat the things you love. Yeah, yeah, and that's love, like right? dark, dark, dark. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, what kind of so like if she had a sweet of choice, it would probably be like dark chocolate. Another mm. thing that I believe she loves. Well, she does love a a good cake, but she can't really eat that. So, um, oh, she does love those gluten free cakes though that we mentioned our in our very first episode. Yeah, she loves that. yeah. I think she loves to find things that she can eat, but like still be a part of stuff. So like, yeah, like like trends, I guess, food trends. No, uh, I wouldn't call it food trends, but you know how I was talking about in our last episode, our last last episode about tacos, where I was like. Um, I'm happy that Taco Bell is trying with their vegetarian foods where mm, I feel like it can mm-hmm. be part of the trend even though it's gross. That's, she's on that same wavelength. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it a trend, but, you know, anything that helps with her dire stereo restrictions where she could still, like, be a part of this is great. Like, Chipotle, for example. She always gets a salad. But the way that I, like, get, like, if I'm getting a burrito bowl that day, it will probably have some salad-y components on it that it almost looks like a salad. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really, I try not to get that much rice. So if I'm, like, there ordering it, I'll probably tell them. Right, less rice, yeah. Yeah. But stuff like that. She loves, 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 loves. Mm-hmm. How about your mom? Any sweets? Yeah, well, I believe I mentioned in the cake episode, she really does like cake. Yeah. Yeah, she loves cake. She sent me this like skinny chocolate chip cookie recipe that she likes and, and I know our, our last episode with cookies, but I completely forgot about this specific recipe. This is probably the recipe if she's making chocolate chip cookies, what she makes. I make a the Cook's Illustrated chocolate chip recipe, but she makes normally this skinny chocolate chip cookie recipe. Just because it has a little less uh, fat and stuff like that in it, so you get to feel a little better about <laughs> the uh, eh, how much sugar and fat we're eating in that. But it, that one is actually one that uses applesauce, like I think I mentioned last time, instead of butter, which helps make it more skinny, if you want to call it that. But <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then... um. I mean, we're eventually going to have a breakfast episode, but she likes scones for breakfast. My dad, you know, sometimes uh, makes scones for breakfast, and those are always really nice. Like, if I'm going to a bakery and I'm picking up something, like, normally scones are a really good option. 
mm-hmm. and we kind of have a little like taste testing session with the scones if they're good or not yeah and um yeah she used to like muffins but can't really eat them anymore due to the fat content and stuff of them but i'm i'm kind of on a mission i'm gonna go find some good muffins and see if i can fix that but um yeah i mean really she she just really likes food but i i think as i said you with same with your mom you know she she wants to be a part of the the group but also you know be fully you know able to eat it without feeling bad later but yeah i think some of the other recipes she gave she's like really into brown rice recently like that's another new favorite like thing like a yeah. brown rice i don't maybe your mom already is like on the brown rice trend oh well she can't eat rice oh right yeah, yeah we talked but, about that before yeah but it's interesting because she can eat i believe rice noodles like rice noodles are not an issue mm. i wonder why yeah Anyway, yeah, there's a recipe from Cook's Illustrator that my mom uses, and she really likes it. It takes a while in the oven, because brown rice just takes a longer time to cook than white rice. But Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, her new thing. Like, me and my mom, or me and my dad normally have white rice, and she has brown rice. If, she, if she's making the rice, she's making brown rice, and then we just all have brown rice. But I see. Yeah, she's also really into, like, making her own, like, burritos or enchiladas or stuff like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, she has this, like, she really likes the sweet potato potato and black bean burrito. Ooh, that looks like a, that sounds like a really good combo. It is, but when I was a kid, I didn't really like it. I think now, I think, it, like, it's good, but um, I think my mom likes it the best out of all of us. But oh. it is it is a good combo. Like, I mean, it's basically sweet potatoes and black beans and, but, you know, the tortilla around it and, and salsa and stuff like that, and then. Hers has no cheese. Ours could have, like, a little cheese on top, but not very cheesy. Mm. And then the other one is, like, potato cheese and onion enchilada. I don't think we've had that in a while, but... Yeah. She she now takes out the cheese, but apparently she really likes, like, the tortilla is dipped in, like, a tomato chili sauce. Yeah. And then it's, like, wrapped. And she mm-hmm. really thinks that's really good. Oh. Likes that. Yeah. I mean, I was asking her, and she's... She was like, oh, yeah, but she's been saving recipes for a long time. Like, you know, just accumulating recipes that she really likes and that yeah. work. My mom had, when we first moved into our house, my mom had a giant binder cookbook of, like, a million different type of cake recipes. Mm. It is since, uh, it's still in the house. I just don't personally know where it is, but I bet <laughs> you my mom knows. But I, it's just, like, all any type, all of the types of like cake any pastry any nice sweet dessert is in there and yeah i bet you i could still make those recipes by replacing the flour with something else like some Mm -hmm. type of gluten-free flour option and it's just uh something that she likes to purse through yeah, yeah. Has she had the then the dairy allergy for a while and not the gluten one? Or I believe, uh, the I think the gluten one became more severe over time, and the dairy one is something that everyone in this house has, unfortunately, except mm-hmm. my brother, for some reason. He was not born being lactose intolerant, but everyone else has some sort of lactose intolerant allergy, lactose intolerance. Huh. It's kind of weird and a little wild, but I digress. That is. It is what it is, as you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. 
So your mom yeah. doesn't have any like recipes. I, I think you said earlier your dad does most of the cooking, but Yes, he does do most of the cooking. My mom doesn't really have like recipes. We're really this is very interesting. You're like a real your family's real like into real cooking family mm, and my mm-hmm. family's a real like ordering family <laughs> like we like to look through and or our options and order our stuff or see what we can find online rather than go through and try and make it yeah that's very interesting but yes so you have two perspectives audience in this podcast <laughs> the lazy one and the cooking one that's true but i mean i don't think you guys are lazy but i think oh, you're, well, you're also yeah. closer to uh, a lot more options know, yeah I that's much true more in the suburbs so you're closer to a lot more variety yeah that's true because like i don't know when looking around like i mean only in the past couple of years like a vietnamese place opened and that was exciting oh, wow. and oh. like i mean we have two thai places in town and, and there's Chinese food nearby, but it's, like, more American Chinese. And obviously, yeah. there's, like, Italian-American restaurant, like, Italian and American burgers, like, yeah. etc. But there isn't, like, a, a, a big variety. Like, Mexican sort of recently started coming to the area. And, like, okay. it's really, like, well, I'm, I'm a pretty big food person. I like to try new things. It's hard to do so here. It's much easier to do so in the city. Right. Anyway. No, you're right. I should rephrase that then. The cooking perspective and the ordering perspective. Yeah. But yeah. the uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that because like the only reason why I grew up with learning about different types of cuisines in the city is because my mom would always take me out to go get some and she really likes she really like how do I describe it? The organic type Mm, mm -hmm. of food like just like fresh food and i feel like a lot of like let's say asian cuisines really use like the natural flavors of their veggies Mm -hmm. to empower their dishes and so my mom loves that as well so nice oh she loves soup she loves noodle soup the noodles she can eat she loves that too oh my mouth's watering thinking about soup (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, yeah. my mom likes soup too. Except oh, she, she loves Panera too. Oh, really? That was yeah. interesting. I don't think my mom likes Panera. No. Well, no. When they have like, so like she likes Panera soups and Panera salads. So like she'll get a you pick two and she'll get a soup and a salad. And she'll kind of mix that in. And mm-hmm. then what else does she love? She loves, she just, anything that you think that is just like wholesome natural fresh fruit vegetables mainly vegetables yeah she loves it you know and that's always nice it's always nice to see someone who's really happy with what they have or really happy to like eat things that make them happy Um, we're all about being happy here as Mm. long as you're not hurting somebody else yeah 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 you know don't hurt anyone (laughs) exactly (laughs) no murder (laughs) no murder (laughs) yeah I think, actually, that's an interesting. I don't think my mom necessarily likes tomato soup. Oh. That, I think, is something she doesn't necessarily like. Like, she'll eat it, but it isn't something that's, like, her favorite. I think because of a lot of times when she was younger, I think she said that a lot of the soups were, like, tomato-based. Oh, so she's kind of just over it. Yeah, yeah. 
I understand but, um, that. Yeah, I mean, she she really likes, like, the there's, like, a Tuscan white bean soup that we got the recipe from Cook's Illustrated that she really likes. And I've had it before. It's very hearty, very filling. It's, like, very vegetarian. Nothing could be very vegetarian either. But it, it is a vegetarian, you know, beans, you know, type of dish. And then there's... <laughs> there's she got, I think there's a recipe from a magazine, but it's called, like, Soup for Needy People. And it's oh. just kind of like a like a miso broth, mushroom spinach. It's yeah. it's really just like a good soup for when you're sick. Kind of like more like a miso soup, I would say. But that one's really good. And then there's like a curried sweet potato soup that she likes too. Whoa. That's just like vegetarian, again. Yeah. She's sort of trying to phase out meat or like reduce her consumption of it. Okay. I think we may have touched on this before, but she doesn't want to eat, a, doesn't like to eat a lot of red meat or is trying to avoid eating a lot of red meat because um it's not not good for her stomach like she can eat it but like reduce the amounts of it i think that's generally part of what's considered a healthy diet anyway but um normally we kind of go more towards lighter proteins anyway yeah so so this is a curried sweet potato soup that she was telling me it's very important to have the chickpeas roasted with like cumin and curry like the spices before adding to the soup because it adds a lot of flavor interesting yeah my grandmother makes a lot of soups too but i I think my mom does like them but the problem with the soups my grandmother makes is again that they normally have cheese in it yeah Normally parmesan and and some capacity like italian wedding soup my grandmother makes and it, it is delicious but it normally does have some parmesan in it interesting you know that's something i've always wanted to try but isn't there like meat in it yes there's like little i think probably pork meatballs (laughs) (laughs) to be honest okay okay (laughs) you could probably switch it with beef yeah um, or turkey but yeah (laughs) good to know this is very interesting my mom likes to make soup too and she we love a good like vegetarian chickpea i mean wow i'm sorry we love a good vegetarian chili. I oh, yeah. hate chickpeas, so <laughs> there are no chickpeas in it. There's no chickpeas in this house. I will not eat anything with chickpeas on it, the plate. So we are not, we do not abide by that in this household. Oh, you don't support chickpeas? We don't support chickpeas, no. I can't handle the texture of a chickpea, and I also don't like hummus. So maybe I also don't like how chickpeas taste. Actually, you know, my grandmother taught me how to make hummus. Really? And that actually wasn't bad. Yeah, she did. Yeah, back when I was a tiny little child. Now I'm not a tiny little child, but yeah. Hummus hummus is good, but I I think my mom also has to reduce are used to that just because of the, the excess oils but she still yeah. eats it like she could eat eat a little of it but there's yeah. this thing in the grocery stores called joseph's chocolate hummus and oh my god it's so good it just tastes like chocolate dip but like not really oh. it's just like thicker but it has like a chocolate taste it's just an amazing little thing that you're just like chocolate hummus that's gotta be bad but it's so good <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking about how that would taste like, is it more creamy? Like, I can't, like, what I'm imagining in my mind, unfortunately, is, like, you put chickpeas and chocolate into a blender. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't know how they make it. I really, I, I probably, it's probably look upable. Someone has a recipe for it. But right. 
it's it's so good it just it doesn't taste like chickpeas it just tastes like chocolate but like it tastes like oh no here it is i I would say it tastes like chocolate pudding but in like a consistency that that just is like really easy to just like pick up with like a cracker and just put in your mouth and eat but it doesn't it isn't actual pudding but it just tastes like chocolate pudding it's it's really good Mm. would recommend that one though was me and my dad and my dad was at the store and he was like I've always wanted to try this and I was like cool put it in the cart (laughs) (laughs) and we got home and my mom was like what is this and we're like I was like dad made the wrong decision of saying that he's always wanted to try something to me and I said (laughs) yeah let's try it I'm not gonna stop you That's literally me and my brother. It's why my brother and I are not allowed to go shopping. (laughs) So whenever there's like a point in time where my father can't go shopping and my mother's busy or something like that. um, He did this twice. He sent my brother and I to the store. And he said he's never doing that again. (laughs) Because we either buy too little or we buy all of the rock things because we just want to try it. Oh yeah, it's like my entire life. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I know. If I break my sister, and she she's much more like, oh, we gotta get like we gotta get this. We can't like overbuy or spend. Mm-hmm. She's like very to the list. Yeah, which is a good thing because she keeps me in check. I'm like Jessica, isn't this amazing? And she's like, no. Does she send up? Like like we don't need that. Why why do we have it? And I'm like, yeah. but it's cool. Yeah. No. Like, like if she was in the store with me when I was buying clotted cream, she'd be like, why? Put it back. <laughs> but I'd be like, but it's amazing. <laughs> Doesn't it look awesome? Yeah. And she'd just be like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I I feel that. I feel that. Oh, delicious. Don't you just love food? That's why we have this podcast. I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. I mean... There's so many options out there, which is the point of, I guess, the podcast generally is to find all these options because your mom likes all these things. And and my mom has these almond, these many recipes that she's kind of accumulated over the years. And it's not like impossible to find something good to eat that still kind of works for you and still makes, you know, your body feel healthy and and exciting and tastes good. And, you know, there's a lot of, I think, other, you know, websites and stuff out there, too, like. I recently bought a book called like Deliciously Ella and like Ooh. she had like these dietary restrictions and then made this whole business out of that and has so many cookbooks and stuff like that. I'm gonna Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna try and make some stuff from her book. But yeah, I mean there, there's so many things that, you know, people can go eat and just enjoy out there in the world. And exploring all these different cuisines. Cause, you know, Italian is awesome, but it's also super. <laughs> my family's like, you don't like Italian, and I'm like, it's not that I don't like Italian. I just want to like see what else is out there. Like Indian's yeah. amazing, Vietnamese yeah. is great. Yeah, like Korean is awesome. Like you, you can't tell me that like Caribbean food isn't good. Like there's just so yeah. much more out there than just Italian and American. And I would encourage everyone to go and, and try something new. Yeah, haven't tried. Because it's really good. Most of it, it really is good. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Anyway, my little go out there and try something new. <laughs> yes. Positive. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
Anyway, I, I think I think we should. This is a good time to kind of wrap up. Okay. But thank you everyone for listening to the Cooking for My Mother podcast. Please write us an email at cookingformymother at gmail.com for any topics you'd like us to cover or advice you'd like to share with us. And please follow us on our Instagram account. We're going to be posting little behind the scenes things there as well as pictures of some of the food that we talked about today and, and some other you know, think food from around Boston and, and things we're trying. So, you know, like and, and subscribe there. And on that note, uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate you coming and spending your time with us. Bye. Ta-ta!